Hello there, my friends, and welcome to Story You Talk Radio. I'm delighted that you have reserved this hour to spend with me. I always look forward to being with you on Thursdays. We offer this show live every Thursday at 4 o'clock Pacific, uh, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. And just in case you didn't know, there is a replay every Friday through KKNW, and that's at 6 a.m. Friday morning for your commute or 9 a.m. East Coast time for your slightly sleep-in later commute. I always try to find topics that are relevant to what you are up to. And it is wonderful that so many of you write in or you are open to me writing back and saying, hey, you asked a great question three months ago. Do you have another one? I really, really enjoy communicating with you and finding out what is pressing to you because it helps me make a show that is most pertinent to your needs. Today, we are going to talk about living as if everyone is watching. (laughs) And part of the reason I chose this topic is that if, again, you're catching it live, we have stepped into a holiday season. The the hotline over here at Coach Debbie's Little Cottage, it tends to ring fervently at this time of year because, like it, all of us, we we need help and support and ideas at holiday time. It's a time when our family goes loony on us. It's a time when the job gets real busy. It's a time when the weather changes dramatically. It's a time when we feel pressure, pressure. The the year is coming to an end. There's a new year on the horizon. And the hotlines, they start to ring off the hook. And for me, since I'm in the coaching and consulting business, it's a good thing that I get to hear from you and know how you're doing and put my hand on your pulse and we can figure out what is best for you next. The interesting thing is that if you are living as if everyone is watching you, you're doing this wonderful thing. You're you're coming out of the perspective of hiding or faking it till you make it. And you're actually being in a position of gratitude and you are helping others. We have a lot to talk about regarding this topic of really getting into the spirit and living as if everyone is watching as if there's no such thing as being the loner, no such thing as being the solitary writer, no such thing as trying to make it on your own. I don't know anyone who has. Even the people that really, really fear enlisting help, when they do make it to that next place that they were going, 
They always speak of the help that got them there, even if it was scary for them to ask, or even if it was scary for them to accept the unasked help. We all need help getting to that next place. But if you know eyes are on you, if you know that you can't hide out and just pop up and surface in the world once you've got it all figured out, you're going to live with a little more integrity and promise than if you choose rabbit holes and places to hide until you've, as some people say, have it all figured out. Writers do this. Employees do this. Mamas do it. Daddies do it. Business owners do it. Back to writers, we do it. We all need that opportunity to have a little bit of light shining on us and reminding us that if everyone really was watching, we'd be putting on our best suit. We'd be shining up the shoes. We'd be watching our P's and Q's. We'd be very, very thoughtful about how we are being. So what if you tried this as a strategy as you move through holidays? I have lots of pointers, lots of tips, lots of tried and true remedies just for you. So stick with me today. I am excited to have you along for the ride. I do want to tell you about a couple things I've got coming up. Since it is the close of this year, I'm looking at ways to serve you in the new year. And one way that I know really will serve you is to offer an inner circle subscription. And this is a way for an average of $37 a month. This is a way for you to step from just being a listener of the show to getting far more services and being a little more active by coming to some of my local events. For example, I'll be helping one of my clients with a book launch at the end of January, there's so much to benefit from when you are in the audience of a book launch because you hear about the process a writer took and 99 times out of 100, it mirrors things that we are doing in our own life, how we're just trying to grow and achieve in our own life. Writers have processes that they speak of that turn into just being wonderful classroom and teaching opportunities. So that's just one thing that's on offer. Throughout the year, there will be one-day little mini retreats. We'll have some online events as well as in-person events every single month. I'll be inviting you to the topic of the month where you can join in online for a Zoom call. It'll just be our inner circle where you can be coached in the group or you can hang out and listen to the content. Or if if it doesn't work exactly with your schedule, 
because you are an Inner Circle subscriber, you will receive the link and you can watch it at any time. There will be some higher end invitations that will come your way. And if you want to, as an Inner Circle subscriber, um, join into some of those events, you can pay to come and know that this is an intimate event, not something where you're going to be lost in the crowd or where you won't get particular help for the questions you might have. I really, really get excited when I'm offering something brand new because it's an opportunity to get to work closely with people that have been hanging out and benefiting from the show, but I haven't yet had the opportunity to hang out and benefit from you and learn exactly what you would like me to continue to offer you as we go deeper into the next year. So I hope you think about the Inner Circle subscription. Like I said, it's on early bird special right now. It comes out to an average of $37 a month for the annual subscription. And we do have a way for you to make payments if that one-time annual subscription uh, is stretching you in some way. We do have a way to do that. All you need to do is go to my website, which is coachdebbie.com. Debbie is D-E-B-B-Y, coachdebbie.com. Click on connect and you can send me a little note to say that you would like this. You could also just sign up for the newsletter and directly you will be in the in the slot to receive all the information on it. Again, it's just one click little things. It's very easy to do. And we begin January 1st of the brand new year. So I hope that serves you. I also have another offering for people that are stepping into authoring their books or really taking full ownership and authoring their lives in the upcoming year. So I'm going to tell you about that very, very soon. But right now, I just want to continue with this notion that you would really, really benefit if you were to live as if everyone was watching. Think about this. Think about how that kind of makes your your skin crawl right at first. Like, I don't really like that idea that everyone is watching because I think you know, if everyone was watching, it would sort of kill off that idle ideation that we can get into. When, when we think no one's watching, we can fall into boredom. We can grow into overthinking. It's not where we want to be. We can get into the isolation and the liar's culture. We can get into all kinds of crazy making, thinking. It doesn't serve us. But if we're living as if everyone's watching, we might turn the switch and see 
that this is something that helps us entertain our creativity again. If everyone's watching, well, we want to offer up our creativity. We want to offer up our compassion. We want to be humble. We want to show our generosity. The funny thing is between knowing that everyone could be watching and being ready for everyone to watch, the funny thing is we feel very out of balance of what happens in the middle. What happens between feeling isolated and really getting creative again? What happens between really being stuck in that that ideation that goes on and tumbles in our mind like a little hamster wheel and actually being generous again and offering our time again to others? What's the in-between? How do we get from the one to the other? And if we're asking us ourselves that question, it's often because we think it's a massive leap to go from one to the other. What if I told you that it's actually just one decision away? What if it's only one decision away to go from being isolated and cooped up in your apartment to stepping out and being creative and generous in your community? What if it's just one decision? One. You go from being on the couch to putting on your shoes and leaving the premises. Now, I've seen this happen over and over again with people. I used to see it when I was real young in in the arena of, of sports. I was a gymnast, and there were plenty of times because gym practice was four hours. There was plenty of times as a teen, I didn't want to go to the four hour training. I did not want to. I would much rather hang out on the couch. We had this new thing called MTV. (laughs) I love this as a kid. That's where I wanted to be. But I had a commitment to go to gymnastics practice. The difference between me giving into the couch and MTV and making it to gymnastics practice was making the decision to put on my shoes, walk out the front door, and get in the car with my buddy, and she and I would roll out to gym practice. That's it. That's it. If I made it, it's because I made the decision to go. If I didn't make it, it's because I made the decision to stay home. It was one decision. And wherever you are in life where you feel maybe a little boredom or that idle thoughts are taking over, overthinking is getting in the way. One decision gets the shoes on and you're out the door. One. Now, I really want to emphasize this at holiday time because I know this is a time when my hotline is blaring off the wall. 
And maybe this is true in your life too, where a lot of people are calling you. And maybe in your life, it leads to more idling and quieting in your own place. I can understand that. At the same time, I can tell you, as a teen, every time I put on my shoes and went out the front door, I was back in the game. As a young person that was going to college, every time I put on my shoes and went to class, I was back in the game of learning. In my 30s, when I was taking writing and publishing very seriously, every time I made the decision to put on my shoes and go to writing group, I was back in the game. Back in the game. It's one decision. It might feel while we're on the couch that it's a lot more than that. But if you know the truth, the truth is that it's one decision away. You can live as if everyone is watching and feel okay in your skin. You're back in the story of your life where you and your integrity are all lined up. Now, I got some really good little letters that came in over the last couple of days. We're going to take a break, but when we come back, I'm going to read to you what some of the other listeners are talking about. I want you to see if this rings true with anything you might be going through. So please stay tuned. We'll be right back. You know Coach Debbie from Story You Talk Radio, but do you know about her annual membership? Well, now you do, and you're invited. Become the author of your dreams and upscale your career. Transform your home or grow your income. Create any future you desire. You'll learn the skills that allowed Coach Debbie to author her own life and transform her most difficult challenges as a writer, teacher, and especially as a person with low vision. The membership doors are open. Just sign up for the newsletter and qualify for the early bird special. Simply go to CoachDebbie.com. That's Coach D-E-B-B-Y. CoachDebbie.com. As a subscriber, you could win a premium coaching session and begin the new year with confidence. You talk radio. We are talking today about getting in the spirit. If you're listening live, it's holiday time. Some people are falling out of the spirit. But if you are living as if everyone is watching, this is just one way to help you really stay in the game of finishing up the year strong. So You're not over there on the sidelines just waiting for it to end. You're not in the back row just faking it till you make it. And you're not not heading down some crazy rabbit hole, right? Your life is happening right now, even while the holidays are going on. And even while this can be really a stressful time for a lot of us, Life is happening now. So if you're feeling stuck around this, I'm going to show you ways that you can really take sort of a 180 approach away from that uphill grind and pressure and fear and get back in that flow of going downstream where 
You don't have to paddle so much. You don't have to worry so much. The current is on your side. I've got some ways that we can work with today, but we just talked about one that I think is really important. And that is if you knew that your life was being watched by everyone else, you might really know that the only difference between you being stuck and being unstuck was making the decision to put on your shoes and step out. Step out of whatever the rut is and go in the direction of light. Step out of the dark and head for the light. There is usually a place in mind that you know you can go. And it just depends on what you're dealing with at the time. I got this letter. I put it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here it was. I was talking to a gal and afterwards she she wrote to me and she said, thank you for taking the time to coach me. I am certain now that I want to write my memoir. I feel I have to get the timing right this time around. But what else do I need to get in order before I start? You gave me some ideas around the kids and family, but is there anything else? So with this gal that I was talking to earlier this week, she's thinking about my author's mastermind. It's coming up in the new year. And it's for people that want to write their memoirs or they want to write a blog or a speech or a podcast or they really, really, really know that their real life needs some up-leveling and they're willing to do some writing and be in the community to see a big change in the upcoming year. And they're probably hardly going to recognize their life in one year's time. This is something I did recently with my client, Becky, and she, she took action. And in one year's time, she is living not only a very, very different life, but we're going to launch her book in one month's time. So I am very, very happy about that. But it's not limited to just a person or two on the planet. This is something I want all the listeners to really hear, that the decisions that the person next door makes, you can make in a way that applies to your life. So this gal that I was talking to earlier this week, we had a small little coaching session. She's sure now that she wants to write her memoir. But the reason we got on the call was that she felt like she has done a lot of overthinking about her book and she hasn't taken much action. She feels like she doesn't have time on her side. We really focused on how she could do some changes in family life. But here's something that I think applies to all of us. And that is when we want to make a change, usually what we do is we start by looking at our our current situation and how things have been in the past 
and we put very, very little emphasis on what we want in the future. I'm going to ask you right now to do a 180 on that. You know where you're standing right now, but instead of letting the now lead your thoughts to yesterday, last week, last month, three years ago when you screwed up badly, five years ago when you were completely stuck, and all of that stuff. Instead of that, I want you to step in from now, and I want you to take a 180 look out into your future, because it's clear and wide open. It's just like a white canvas, and you get to paint what you want on that canvas if you choose not to let your past be the burden that will keep you away from that canvas. Now, of course, we we can't just separate ourselves completely from our life, but that's not what's on, on order here. What we're saying is, if you want to do something right now, and take it into the new year, you start with one decision. You do a 180 away from where you've been, and you look at where instead you're going, and you take one step, one decision forward. So think about this. Where might you take one step forward as a writer, let's say, where there's already some mutual respect. One place is in my inner circle. So you've got an idea right there. You could go to coachdebbie.com. That's D-E-B-B-Y, coachdebbie.com. You could click on the newsletter and all the information you need around getting into that inner circle would be right there. One decision, easy step. Let's say you're not a writer and you want to walk into your future. You want to make one decision that will take you into your future. And you want some mutual respect, some people with mutual respect around you. Take a look at your phone list. Who's one person you trust? Make the decision to pick up the phone and call that person. One step toward one person that you trust. That's one decision. It will get you moving so you're starting to paint the reality on your canvas of what you might be doing. Another thing you might do is realize that part of the reason you're feeling a little stuck or a little idle is that you're thinking about projects but now it's time to do the project. So instead of thinking about what you said you were going to do last week with the project or last month or last summer or last year, instead, do a 180. Look into your future and make one decision of what you're going to do right now regarding that creative project. Now, this is a do thing as opposed to a think thing. So maybe what you want to do is get from, oh, let's see. Maybe what you want to do is get from thinking about writing your book 
to back into writing your book. So you're going to call that person that gave you all sorts of encouragement last summer before you dropped out of the group. And you're going to say, hey, you know what? I haven't written since last summer, but I'm getting pretty excited about writing right now. How's your writing going? And talk to that person and start to get in that creative spirit. Do something with that person. Do something with your writing. Sometimes you feel like, well, I just I just don't know if I have ideas right now for the next thing I want to be writing. But if you're actually living life instead of hanging out on the couch wondering what it would be like to live life, and I don't say that from a shaming place. I say that from a place of understanding how cozy it can be to think that the ideal come to you if you hang out on the couch just another day. I get that. I've been there a lot. I can also tell you I've had a lot of success when I've talked to people that I know are writing or that I know would like to be creative with me. And we get out there and we might even just go for a cup of coffee, take a walk, see. I I live in an area where there's a lot of water around me. And just walking with a friend and being around the water is so much fun. The other night I went to this area. It's it's south of Seattle where they have lights and Christmas decorations. I met up with a friend and we walked to this high point in the park and it was windy and we were laughing and just ideas started coming to me because I was away from my little confines and into being active in that moment, active with the weather, active with a friend, active with the sights. Writers need this. It fuels us. Everyone needs this. It's part of being creative. So I want to ask you, what is something that you have been wanting to really step into, but you've become more comfortable with sort of being on your own, maybe maybe given into a little boredom, maybe given into routines that aren't serving you, maybe given into blowing a friend or two off. What what is that doing for you? And what is one decision you're willing to make where you could put on your shoes and leave so that you're now 180 degrees away from hanging out on the couch doing nothing? I want to talk to you a little bit about the idea of being a role model. Now, if you knew you were living as if everyone was watching, one thing you might entertain is that you could be modeling for people and be inspiring. If you are someone that is a sibling or a parent 
or a grandparent or a teacher or a mentor or a community activist or something like that. If you are a person who tends to lead, you know that eyes are on you often. And you might even think, let's say you're hanging out with your kids, you might even think that there's times that they're not watching when they really are, and they're taking note. And then an hour later, they say, hey, mommy, what does blah, blah, blah mean? Because you said it an hour ago, but you didn't think they were listening, and it wasn't something you wanted them to hear. Or they ask you a question about something you did. Or they just go ahead and tell someone what you did as if everyone was watching. If you're living in this sort of safe, confined, one-room apartment with a couple of kids and you're thinking no one's watching your life, think again. Your life is always up for show. It really is. And if you want to be making a difference in your life and in the life of others, you have to keep in mind that you're being watched and that being watched keeps you in integrity. It helps you do the opposite of idling. It helps you do the opposite of isolating. Those are really, really hard places and they might even be impossible places to catch a hold of any creativity. But if you know people are watching you, you're bound to ask questions and be a little more open-minded. You're bound to be the person to step into a role so that a young person can do a good job in making a decision as well. If you feel that you're stuck in some way with your writing, with your career, with your home life, with anything at all, and you allow yourself to imagine that you're actually in a role model position more often than you would entertain, really, you're going to see that there is a way for you to show up And it's just one decision away from being locked into your thoughts. It's just one decision away. I go to a a 12-step meeting for friends and family members of alcoholics. But it, it really, it's for friends and family members that want to develop relationships from a place of integrity. It, it doesn't really matter. Some of the people there have grown up in family situations where there might have been some intermittent activity in the area of drugs and alcohol, but more than anything, there was an, an absence of functioning, and they're really there to learn more about relating and getting their skills on so they can be more present in their life. Something I've noticed about this program is that the sponsors are the people that lead, but they don't require 
anything more than a little bit of experience. They don't require a degree. They don't require certification. The only requirement for sponsorship is a willingness to lead people through the steps and an ability to share your experience when you did it yourself. I have found that any time that I have really started to isolate, really started to overthink or get into idle thoughts, stepping back into being a sponsor, making that one decision, one decision. When I am at the meeting today, I'll put up my hand when they ask, is anyone available to sponsor? I'll put my hand in the air. It's just one decision, but it's a role model decision. And it's one that helps me participate in life, really get in the spirit, really be with what's happening now and start to paint out what I want on the canvas for the days ahead, the months ahead and the years ahead which is as far from isolation as you can get. Okay, a lot of ideas there. I want you to kind of digest them. Think about if you have any questions. We're going to take a break, and then we'll be back for the last segment of the show. Stay tuned. You know Coach Debbie from Story You Talk Radio, but do you know about her annual membership? Well, now you do, and you're invited. Become the author of your dreams and upscale your career. Transform your home or grow your income. Create any future you desire. You'll learn the skills that allowed Coach Debbie to author her own life and transform her most difficult challenges as a writer, teacher, and especially as a person with low vision. The membership doors are open. Just Sign up for the newsletter and qualify for the early bird special. Simply go to CoachDebbie.com. That's Coach D-E-B-B-Y. CoachDebbie.com. As a subscriber, you could win a premium coaching session and begin the new year with confidence. Welcome back to Story You Talk Radio. I'm giving you all kinds of ideas today around how to really show up if you were living as if everyone was watching. It's holiday time and a lot of people expect us to be out and about and in our sequence and glitter. And there are many, many people that have the personality where it's just, it's just scary and daunting and don't want to do it. And that's that's natural. It's very natural to want to say, wow, we are in one heck of an extroverted season. <laughs> you know, the holidays, they're full on, they're bright, they're the season of light. But what if as well that we could think of the holidays as a way to just take us out of any stuckness we might have gotten into during the year? What if the holidays were a reminder that we have a little more creativity inside of us than maybe we've been entertaining lately? 
What if the holidays are helping us remember that when we're home alone, we're not really engaged in humanity. We're not really engaged in the generosity of the season. And I'm not saying you have to get all glitzy and glamoury and be at every single event. But what would it be like, instead of indulging in the couch, what would it be like to really step into more of this role model position, a leadership position, where you accepted your part and knowing you've got something to give. You can do this by indulging in in activities where you and another person have mutual respect and you get together, you make one decision to do something together. It's just one decision, going from the couch to being involved with a friend. Maybe there's a creative project you want to take on. It's one decision of, I'm going to start that right now. What if you actually want to engage your talents somewhere? Maybe you want to help someone. Maybe you want to coach your your kids and their, their soccer team. One decision. I think I'll do that. I think I'll make the time to do that. You make one decision to buddy up for a week with someone and step out of your comfort zone and do something cool together. Here it is holiday time. And at some point during the holidays, I've got a bestie that I'm going to be meeting up with. And he and I are sort of doing this business fun time together where for three days straight, We're going to be meeting and mixing business brainstorming with fabulous, what my friend Don would say, is the visitation of the buffet. In other words, we're going to be dining together, and we're also going to be brainstorming about business adventures in the upcoming year. We're taking three days together to do this. I am really excited that I said yes to this because it's my way of turning away from last month, last summer, and the whole year and setting my sights on the upcoming year. But as I do that, really bring in some of the best lessons that I've brought with me over the last few years that I want to see expand in the next year. I'll be there with my bestie, and he'll be sharing with me what he's been doing in business. It'll be collaborative. It'll be fun. We're going to reward ourselves with some wonderful food, some walking, some talking. I am so glad we're doing this. And I'll tell you, if I wasn't doing this, I'd be hanging out by myself, trying to come up with these ideas and getting them together before the new year came. I know that about me. At some point in the middle of it all, I think, what the heck are you doing? You need to get on the phone and call someone you have mutual respect with and see 
what ideas might they have? I know I'd pull myself out of it, but if he and I hadn't taken that step into making the plan, I tell you, I'd probably start on the road of overthinking and indulging in it for a little while before I'd notice I'm out there and go, wait a minute, wait a minute. I don't belong here. I belong in an energy that's more creative. I belong in a place where I can buddy up. I belong in a place where I can be collaborative and celebrative and take in some of the wonders of holiday and enjoy it and really live as if everyone's watching. Sounds like a daunting idea. Everyone's watching, but all it does is take you out of the idle mind and get you into the creative mind. There's this uh, adage, this, it's like a proverb that I heard, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago that kind of stuck with me. And I think it was that an idle mind is the devil's workshop. Are any of you familiar with that one? An idle mind is the devil's workshop. I had an instructor that really loved talking about this. And I think his goal was to help us understand that you could think on and on and on about what you plan on doing with your book or your speech or your expression. But it's in the idling that the little devil inside of you starts getting critical, starts telling you it's never going to happen, starts ruminating over the past and how things didn't go well. And it's not where you belong. It's just not where you belong. You want to get in the spirit of creativity and fun and lightness. And honestly, it is one decision away. One of the hardest decisions I had to make in creative writing was to see that, let's say, let's say I had done well on a Monday and I woke up in a bad mood on a Tuesday. This was a very, very, very difficult thing for me to understand as an early student in creative writing. And that was that regardless of my mood, on Tuesday, I was just one decision away from being creative again. One decision. I needed to do something right now while I'm in a terrible mood to move me from terrible to something new. And you don't always know what that's going to be. But I'll just go back to, let me paint a picture for you. When I was in my 20s, there was a creative writing class I was taking that I really loved. But to tell you the honest truth, I felt like the students in that class had an advantage over me. And the advantage was that this was a private school. It was my first experience in a private school. And I knew that a lot of these students had been raised in Catholic or Jesuit systems, 
And they just had a, a way of speaking and writing and sharing that I felt like I, I didn't and that I couldn't and that I never would. And I was second guessing why I even was at this college. So I might have a great Monday with them, but I only had 24 hours worth of stamina to fake it until I made it. And then Tuesday would roll around and I'd feel like garbage and I wouldn't want to go to school. What I remember was I had a teacher that was really bold and really honest with us. And he talked about the one day at a time principle. I would later learn that this grew right out of 12 steps. But at that time, he talked about how every single day when you wake up, you are a new writer. You are a new person. Your sleep renews you into a new day. I didn't really see it this way. I still had my teenage angst, but I decided if I'm going to stay in school and not go through the mortification of dropping out, losing my scholarship, all of this stuff, I had better try on what he said was his best advice and trying the one day at a time system. He even told us if you can't, if you can't muster staying in the framework of one day at a time. Try one hour at a time, one moment at a time. What this really helped me with was getting out of that pattern of wanting to sleep in, wanting to skip school, wanting to not face others, giving into the deception, giving into the false thoughts that I wasn't a writer. I went on to do very, very well in school, but at that time, it was really an opportunity for me to find out that I was one decision away from turning my whole day around. And all I needed to do was make the decision to turn off the alarm clock and get in the shower and we're going to school. And that's it. And whatever happens at school happens at school. But I was one decision away. But I couldn't make anything happen if I gave in to sleeping in or hanging out on the couch or just playing the invisible game instead of seeing all of my pals at school who I thought were the A-plus students and me, I was just some B-minus, C-plus cruddy kid. I wasn't even getting bad grades, but in my mind, I was faking it to get the A's. And you might, you might know what I'm talking about here. When, when the feedback is positive, but you look at your experience and think, oh, well, you know, I just, I just, you know, poured on whatever I had to, to get through that. If instead you make that one decision to get into the spirit of it. If you make that one decision to act as if life is happening to you right now with everyone watching, you will do the things that role models do. They connect with those that they have mutual respect with because it's easy. 
It's going with the current. It's not trying to grind your way uphill. Role models, they are people that give in to creative projects. It's easier. It goes with the current than trying to grind your way through all this planning, all this divisiveness. Role models are very, very good at enlisting more people to work with, getting into a buddy system. They're good at making one solid decision. Let me tell you, we're going to be doing a lot of this in the new year as I open up the author's mastermind. And this is for people that are new authors because they're authoring a book or they're new authors because they are authoring the next year of their life. The process is very, very similar. It would surprise you. A lot of people think, no, someone who's writing a book and someone who's living life, how could that be similar? It would surprise you. I'll be working with both and I would love to have a conversation and tell you more about it. And the easiest way is if you get on my newsletter, you just go to coachdebbie.com. That's D-E-B-B-Y, coachdebbie.com. Or you continue to listen in here. We even have the Inner Circle subscription. Only averages $37 a month for the annual subscription. And that way, if you'd rather not commit to a higher-end program like the Author's Mastermind, you can still make those one-decision, 180-degree turnarounds and do this in a community that is safe, and really enjoys being in the light, really enjoys painting their new year on a fresh canvas. That's all I've got for you today, my friends. I'm so glad you joined in. I am wishing you a really wonderful holiday season. I'll be back with you next Thursday. And until then, namaste, my friends. 